0: Ladies and gentlemen, on this Juneteenth of 2018, we come at you again, the Innkeeper's Guest Book. We have a very, very special guest with us today, Mr. Jeffrey Hanley. Am I pronouncing your last name correctly? Yes, you are. All right. Came and stayed at the Inn, Union Inn, 1114 3rd Street, Northeast, Washington, D.C. Steps from Union Station. I mean, even a a stone's throw away from the Metro. Nice brisk walk to Capitol, Capitol Hill. Jeffrey Kane us for what, three, four nights? I can't remember.
1: Uh, Three nights, three nights. Three nights. Yeah, it was humid too. Yes, very <laughs> humid. We
0: had, what, some 90 degree days, right? And even yeah. with a little bit of rain, it's still like 90 degrees, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not like that back home. It's hot where I live, but... Not humid like this. Dry, right? Yeah, super dry. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, where you live? Phoenix. I live in Is Phoenix
1: area. It... I live in Tempe, Arizona. Oh, actually. I'm sorry. Okay, Tempe. Yeah, so, how does that outside. work
0: between the two? Where's where? Like, where? How far are they from each other?
1: They're right next to each other. It's a border. I guess you could call it a suburb. It's basically the city still. Okay. And it's right next to Phoenix.
0: Always a tale of two cities, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, whenever you got a big city, there's a, there's a, there's a there's a sister or a brother city, twin city that's always close by, you know. Absolutely. So um, you work with Yelp. Yes, yes, I do. Tell us about
1: it. Uh, I sell advertising to local businesses. Okay. Uh, help them get more customers through the platform.
0: So when you say selling advertising, mm-hmm. are you saying selling banners on the site, or are you saying? marketing their jobs or their businesses that they have on yelp to to get more seen
1: uh it's like so if you do a search on yelp okay uh say like you're looking for sushi or something like that uh typically what you'll see is the first two business list listings at the top will be ads it'll okay. li- say ad next to them in little letters just like a google search or okay anything else like that okay yeah
0: all right how long have you been doing it for
1: uh, I worked there for about sixteen months. Okay. How you like it? Uh it, it's a good gig, man. It's uh I used to be a social worker before okay. I got into sales, so uh it's a very different world. But I can the money's only imagine. better. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so do you know any IT stuff or is it just strictly sales?
1: Uh like I'm I'm tech savvy, I guess you would say, but no, like I sell advertising to businesses like over the phone too. Okay. Yeah
0: and so is that your primary means of of marketing like yeah over the phone
1: yeah that's what i do man i'm just a regular guy with like pretty much a regular job and kind of regular life i guess
0: gotcha so what brought you to dc in particular this week
1: uh my little sister is actually graduating from high school oh in new york city okay. on uh uh thursday night so in two days right and okay um I came to D.C. because I'd never been here before, A, and I really wanted to see the city Um, and I got a lot of friends out here, like uh, the Yelp office out here in New York, like I work at the one back back in Phoenix, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, the one out here in D.C. is super new and so like um, about half the people that came and started the office out here when it was brand new are friends of mine who worked in Phoenix, so I want to come hang out with them and have a good time, then I'm going to take the train to New York tomorrow night.
0: Okay, to go to the sister's graduation. Yeah. Okay. All right, well, tell her. Yeah. Freddie from D.C. said congratulations.
1: Yeah. She's going to the University of uh, Minnesota. Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. She knows she's going to study?
1: Uh. No, I actually... It's a long story, but I don't really have, like, that uh, a close relationship with my little sister at all. Gotcha. She lives with my aunt, so... Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I um... I have an older brother and two older sisters that I didn't grow up with. Um, I actually didn't meet my, my older brother until I was like in my 20s. So I I can empathize if you will. I can understand like, you know. Um, so sure. Yelp allows you to work remotely? Uh
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm still sitting in an off, uh, like at a desk like I would be if I was back home, so. Uh, We have offices in San Fran, which is where it started, and then Phoenix, Chicago, here in D.C., and then uh, New York. So I'll be working. I'm going to work a little bit while I'm there, too. Um,
0: So one of the first people, I don't know if you saw the house next door. Uh, We completely gut renovated it and, like... It has a different, completely different feel than this house, even though both are constructed like yeah. by the same person in 1890s. and all I right. didn't see the house, so that's yeah. cool. Um, so when we first opened it, one of the first people that stayed with us or a couple of guys. I forget their names. Um, but they basically said, hey, we work for this company that's an IT company, and we don't necessarily need to stay in the same office. So they spent, I want to say, a couple months plotting out, mapping out, okay, we can work. We have employees that are in this city, this city, this city, this city, this city, this city. city. And I don't mean just like in the United States, all across the globe. And basically spent four weeks of every year, like two to four weeks of every year in a specific city working remotely to see the world and work for their company. That's pretty cool. Do you think Yelp, I mean, considering the fact that, you know, like if you said, hey, I want to work for three months in every office every yelp office across the united states do you think that that would be something that or that someone currently does
1: i mean in theory yeah people could do that but i wouldn't do that <laughs> <laughs> i like having, having a, a stable home gotcha i already got a mortgage and stuff <laughs> yeah
0: that is serious so while you're away now are
1: you airbnb being your place out uh, no, no, no I uh, I got a wife at home Oh, okay Yeah How long have you been married? Well, fiance at home We've been okay. en- we've been engaged for a long time It's just kind of like We both are so focused on work and stuff It's just like it just hasn't happened yet <laughs> I, You know I, how I, it is No, I,
0: I definitely know how it is, man And especially the cost of it, man I have a friend now that's about to get married And he's going through the whole marriage industrial complex Of the wedding part of everything mm-hmm. And it's crazy, man Trying to pick out venues and stuff, and they want to sell, they want to upsell you on every single thing, man.
1: Oh yeah, I'm sure. Yeah,
0: so um, you in... do that too. <laughs> <laughs> in the uh, Phoenix-Tempe area, what's something that uh we should check out?
1: Oh man, uh, I, I, well, there's so many things to do. Like, if you haven't been to Phoenix, I recommend you go check out the city. Not in the summer, trust me. <laughs> Uh, Well, actually, the humidity here is pretty bad when it's 95 like it was today, man. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it's like a wet, like hugging heat. I I was sweating. Like, I don't sweat when I'm out in the 115 degree heat in Phoenix, like in the sun. Like, I wouldn't sweat. But here in that humidity, I sweat. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's nuts. But, uh, yeah, still don't go to Phoenix in the summer. (laughs) Uh, Gotcha. um, Something you can't miss, man. Like, if you like to golf. Okay. There's so many great golf courses. Uh, Honestly, like I've lived there my whole life pretty much. So I might, I'm sure I have some bias in this, but I don't think the food is the best unless you want Mexican food, then like go get Mexican food. I refuse to eat Mexican food Mm -hmm. in like cities in the Northeast, you know, (laughs) I just can't do it, man. Yeah, I can't do it. Uh, But like uh, Mexican food, there's a place called Manuel's Mm and it's on the 101 in Southern.
0: Is that gonna be on a? is that gonna be one of the rest the fifty mile detour restaurant? no 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 not <laughs> okay, quite, okay. not quite. But okay. do that,
1: do that. Yeah, no. Manuels doesn't get that kind of hype. <laughs> okay. It's good, man, it's good. Okay. They'll, be, they'll bring those big old Cadillac margaritas that are the size of a fishbowl, you know? Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. And the food's killer too. So I like it, I like it. Yeah.
0: So uh what's one thing that the average person doesn't know about Yelp that you think that they should know?
1: That Yelp uh, is run by really, really good, caring people that aren't like the rest of the uh, uh, or the people that you would consider to be like oligarchs and stuff like that in the United States. You know, like it's there's some real negatives in my opinion to uh, like some great positives, but to capitalism, there's some real negatives to it. Um, And you know uh, what the Supreme Court has allowed businesses to do, right? It's really messed up stuff in this country, um, like with income inequality and stuff like that, you know. Uh, but the people who run Yelp, they're good people, and they care about the people who work there, and they care about this, that stuff that I'm talking about. That's good to hear. Yeah.
0: Uh, is You hit the nail on the head just with, seems like a lot of the consumer protections, employee protections that uh, have been there are gradually, um, I don't want to say going away, but um, are... Uh, companies that want to take liberties that yep. they otherwise wouldn't be able to in prior administrations um, they are now being increasingly given the ability to do so yep and so to hear if i'm hearing you right that there are companies that even in light of that are still remaining true to you know values of looking after employees looking after consumers that's good to know
1: uh, yeah, I, I
0: truly believe Yelp does that. Yeah, so. that's good. And I know I use it. Every, every time I'm out of, like outside of D.C. and I want to know where to eat, I just pull up Yelp and I'll put up the cuisine I'm looking for and basically look, start looking at reviews. That's how I
1: use it, man, I'm telling you. No, my girl, what she does, she just looks at the photos. <laughs> she likes like two-star businesses or two-star restaurants. Man. But if
0: the photos are amazing, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um. So...
0: You had mentioned uh, for fishing, one of your hobbies. Um, so uh, what type of fishing would you say?
1: Uh, I'll drive up to the mountains. A really cool thing about Arizona mm-hmm. is you can drive in any direction and have everything, right? You drive three hours to the north or the northeast, uh, you, you're literally 7,000, 8,000 feet up, pine trees everywhere. Cause it's like streams. Colorado, right? Yeah. Almost like not, no, it's still Arizona, okay. but like there's ski resorts in Arizona some people don't know that. Wow. Yeah. It's, you just, Northern Arizona, like it's, you literally drive straight up a cliff. It's the Rockies. Once you, once you get the, there. It's like the, not, the Western side of the Rockies, it's, right? It, yeah. It's not, it's definitely not the Rockies, but it, they're okay. different mountain ranges, like the White Mountains. Okay. Uh, and I forget what the other range is called, but. Um, but yeah, it's pretty close, you know, and like all in the Western United States in that area, it's high elevation, like Northern New Mexico too. Right. Wow. Um, but if you drive three and a half hours South, you're on the beach in Mexico. Okay. You know, you drive five hours West, you're on the beach in San Diego. Mm. Right. Okay. So,
0: so when you say driving five hours, Five hours south, and you're in the beach in Mexico. Like three That's and a half hours. Three and a half you drive hours. Like me. Duche. <laughs> <laughs> um. You're you're on the east coast beach, like the one on the Gulf side.
1: Uh. Uh. Like the northeast uh, part of the Gulf of California. Yeah.
0: So, are you in? Are you in the Gulf of Mexico? Or are you in the Pacific at that beach?
1: Uh, the Gulf of California. You know how like Mexico has that little finger-looking thing on the left side of it. And okay. They, okay. You know, so you're on the west coast of, of yeah, Mexico. Yeah. 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 Okay, okay, okay. On the west side. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, Right on the tip of that Gulf right there.
0: Okay. How far is that from Cabo?
1: Uh, Pretty far. Okay. Pretty far.
0: So is Cabo, is that?
1: Yeah, you got to fly to Cabo. Okay. That'd be like a 14-hour drive, I feel like.
0: So it's further south?
1: Yeah. yeah. It's like all the way on the tip of that peninsula on the west side of Mexico. Okay.
0: Do people ever drive south to go to the beaches on the east side of
1: Mexico? Nah, that'd be a really long drive. Maybe if they're going from Houston, not from Phoenix, so
0: oh okay so i see what yeah. you're saying okay yeah. so that's more like texas
1: yeah exactly okay but now a little city uh on the beach uh just three and a half hour drive from phoenix is rocky point is what it's called okay puerto penasco okay uh it's a coolest little town man it really is I've Pu- probably puerto
0: penasco yeah penasco penasco okay
1: mm-hmm. yeah and it's like it's a tiny little town with a bunch of uh, old-looking adobe houses all along the beach for a few miles and it's it's pretty cool
0: okay i'm gonna have to check that out yeah okay
1: it's, it's super underrated hope this doesn't go viral <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you uh which direction do you drive to go fishing
1: northeast okay yeah that's where the best lakes are like near the new mexico arizona border in northeastern arizona
0: okay and what type of fishing
1: trout fishing okay. fly fishing stuff like that that's what i like to do
0: so is it trout are both of those the same like you would fish for trout in the shallow waters where you would do fly fishing
1: yeah exactly okay exactly.
0: all right do you ever do deep uh, deeper I, sea fishing
1: yeah i've done a lot i've done a lot like i've uh, um i've caught uh, a big yellowtail off the coast of california you know like we caught a big barracuda out in the virgin islands once <laughs> that right. was fun yeah I've done all kinds of fishing, but that's, that's my favorite too. And it's not even like, it's good fishing in Arizona, but there's definitely a lot of better places for the type of fishing I like to do.
0: So are you mainly fishing for sport or are you fishing to eat as well? Yeah,
1: I always, I always let them go. Okay. Never, I never keep them. Yeah, Even the yellowtail? Oh, no. I know okay. you're a sushi fan. Yeah, no, I'm, yeah, I'm a big sushi guy. I did keep the yellowtail. <laughs> I, I, I ate some of that raw too. It was fantastic.
0: I can only imagine. How, how, how heavy was that?
1: Uh... It, no it wasn't that big it was like 15 pounds okay yeah so what's the
0: heaviest fish you've caught
1: mm. i caught uh this fish called a jack creval in the gulf of Mexico okay it was probably about 40 pounds wow yeah, yeah.
0: okay a jack creval yeah. how do you spell that
1: uh jack like the name and then c r e v a l l e
0: okay wow that's a mean fish right there
1: yeah yeah they fight man like (laughs) he's got the face for it too well look at the shape of its tail right there i know like people listening they can't see it they got this right here yeah look at this the shape of that that tail like that fish it just moves so fast through the water it makes it have so much power the tail shaped like that they just literally slice through it like it's nothing wow and like they're thin, and just like the way their scales are, it's just like it just it's just insane. Going super fast. It's not like catching a fish in a lake, like a bass or anything. Like these things have horsepower.
0: And so, how long were you fighting this guy before you got him out the water? Oh my
1: god, two hours. Two hours. I, yeah, I had to switch off. Like two hours. This thing, two hours. It was a big one, man. They don't typically get like forty pounds, like the one I caught.
0: So you got the you got the daddy.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was <laughs> it was a good day. I was done. It was it was summer off the coast of Mississippi. Oh wow! Yeah, like hot, <laughs> super super hot. Yeah.
0: Oh man, wow. Okay. And then you went to Biloxi afterwards, and and oh yeah, hit the Beau Rivage. Yeah, <laughs> it's your
1: lucky day that day. Uh huh. No, it wasn't, but. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh no doubt, man. So you said this is your first time to D.C.
1: Yeah, never been here.
0: Cool. So you said you went to uh, Mo- Mo- Momiji. Two nights oh, ago? I,
1: yeah, no, we were gonna go to Momiji. We ended up not. Mm-hmm. Uh, my friends are crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, we ended up just grilling out and getting hammered on the top of at a on a rooftop where one of my friends lives. So that's, there's a sometimes lot of, that's the best way to go, man. Yeah, it's like, honestly, I, it's a cool area, man. Noma oh, yeah. over here, like I yeah I love it it's, it's and it's so only cool. growing man
0: but' yeah. it's some of uh, like half the developments that are planned are not even haven't even started yet like if you come here in five years, it's gonna be more robust especially um there's an area maybe like four or five blocks north of here called mm. Union Market and they're trying to basically make that to the meat packing district in okay, D.C. okay um and it's pretty cool. it's like a lot of old industrial buildings that are over there that are getting repurposed. There's been a, a huge boom in, like, distilleries and stuff, too.
1: Okay, cool, cool. Those are really popular in, like, in the southwest where I live. Yeah. There's a lot of them. Okay.
0: Yeah. So what's what's the, 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 the local beer
1: or local... Oh, okay. Four Peaks is a local brewery. Okay. And there's this beer called Kilt Lifter. Okay. Everybody loves Kilt Lifter.
0: <laughs> is it, a, I, is it Irish? Beer? It's a Scottish ale.
1: Okay. I hate it. <laughs> Everybody loves it. I freaking hate it, man. And it's like it's the most popular of the local beers in Arizona, like by far, not so even close. What
0: makes it so? Is it a name, or is it? it does that have a high? I think the I, name IVV? probably
1: has something to do with it. It's a good name. Okay, you gotta give him that. <laughs> like Kill Lifter, yeah. Yeah, but I just like I'm not a fan at all. I just don't like it. But uh, they they do have a a beer called Hop Knot. It's an IPA, Four Peaks Hop Knot. Hop Knot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and it's. It's fantastic. Like, I love that beer. So I like most of their beers, but like the most popular one, I, it's probably my least favorite.
0: <laughs> and so do you, can you get it outside of Phoenix?
1: Yeah, yeah. They have it all. They, I've seen it all over the place. I was on vacation in uh, the Denver area last month, and I saw it there at a convenience store that I went to. So definitely, yeah.
0: So for people that live in Phoenix, what would you say the closest city they go to to do like a weekend vacation or something.
1: Um I mean depends. Like I work in Scottsdale. Okay. Uh, which is like the the bougie part of Phoenix, you know.
0: I used to work for a company it's, where the CEO had a um a house out there. And yeah. so every other year we would have this retreat where everyone would go to Scottsdale. Oh, <laughs> yeah, Scottsdale. It's, it's nice. It's really nice though, yeah.
1: It is. It is. It's a it's a great place like and my, my office is right in the middle of all the bars, but that's like a suburb of Phoenix. Okay. So like vacation, Sedona. It's like a two-hour drive north of Phoenix, um, like straight north, northwest, and that's where all the red rocks and stuff are. Ah, right? and like that's the start of the Grand Canyon. I didn't even mention the Grand Canyon earlier. You drive; it's a four-hour drive to the Grand Canyon. But if you like hiking, you know what I mean, stuff like that. It's the most beautiful thing in the world. And we, were, is I that gotta, where the
0: where the guy sawed his hand off? Is that where that happened?
1: I don't know. No, the,
0: the, the, the movie that, uh, what's his oh, name? Oh,
1: oh, oh. No, no. I, uh, like 27 Days or 27 Hours. Yeah, 127 Hours. twenty seven Hours. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, what's that guy? James Franco? Franco,
0: yeah. I love that guy. Yeah, he, he was great in that movie. He uh, was just scary, man.
1: I haven't seen that movie, but no, I think that was Utah where okay. he was. But like Southern Utah on the border of Arizona is where that stuff is. So. Okay. But yeah, like, air, we were on the rooftop last night. Right? And there was this sunset. And, like, the sun was, like, all pink and purple. And everyone's like, look at this. It's so beautiful. And I looked. And it was. It really <laughs> was. like, And, like, you could see the whole city and everything like that and stuff in the background. And I was like, yeah, it was. If you, it, That's, but it's, that's nothing like, compared nothing compared to an Arizona sunset, yeah, man. Yeah, I can imagine. Uh, it's the whole the whole sky turns purple. And that if I ever leave, that's something I'll miss. For sure. Yeah,
0: man. Okay. So... Alright, we're looking at
1: you look at you see sunsets s- like that in a place like Sedona or that's even just hiking those mountains and those red rocks, man.
0: So that's close to Flagstaff.
1: Yeah, it's like forty five minutes south of Flagstaff.
0: Okay. All right. And then oh, I'm sorry, let me turn this a little bit so you can get a little bit better view. Can you see? Okay. Um where's the Grand Canyon? Uh, here. Yeah, yeah, All it's right. a little
1: northwest of there. It's like Phoenix, Grand Canyon, four hours. Phoenix to Vegas, four hour drive.
0: Okay, now if one wants to go from Vegas to Grand Canyon, how do you, I've heard of people doing that before?
1: Yeah, it's like two-hour bus ride or something like that, two and a half maybe.
0: And you can take a helicopter, right? And that might take. That yeah, might take yeah, people like have like done half that. an hour, or I, I know like people that. have
1: done that definitely. Yeah, I, I I know that's a thing. I've never done nothing like that, but yeah,
0: it was something in bachelor party a long time ago. We were looking into doing, Oof. um, but we never got around to actually pricing it out. But I heard that you could do that because it's relatively close.
1: Yeah, imagine yeah. that's not cheap. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so desert life. Okay, so there's got to be a big concert that happens around here somewhere.
1: I don't know. I'm not into concerts really, but I don't it's... think so. It's not really something Phoenix is known for.
0: Coachella's in California.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. That's uh, co- it's near uh, uh, La Quinta, California. So like um, it's shoot, it's uh. Four hour drive from Phoenix, Coachella. Okay. Right.
0: And then there's bonnaroo which happens in
1: Nashville. And okay. Burning Man, that's the
0: one. Oh Burning Man. Okay. Yeah. Where's Burning Man? I
1: don't it's, know. It's around
0: here somewhere,
1: man. I had no idea. Hold up. Uh location? Black Rock uh, Black Rock, Rock City. Rock
0: City. In Northwest Nevada.
1: Oh, okay. Northwest Nevada. No, that's far. Okay. That's like near Reno. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty sweet, though. That's like the that's the desert from Independence Day, right? Really? <laughs> uh, it looks like it. Fun fact. When I Will? I know that. I, I I'm guessing. Like I was just thinking about Will Smith driving up with that alien in the back of the truck. <laughs> Smoking a cigar. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. He remade that movie and he didn't... Oh, I heard that second one was so bad. And I
0: heard it was too, man. It's a shame. It was an American institution.
1: It really was. <laughs> that speech by Bill Pullman. Yes. We will not go quietly into the night. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, man. Bring me back, yeah. Independence Day was a good movie. Um, Okay, so Phoenix is actually in Lower Arizona. I did not realize that.
1: Yeah, it's central. It's like almost dead in the middle it's definitely a little more on the southern side but okay and it's tu- almost dead center
0: tucson isn't like a suburb of that that's a completely no, separate no. tucson city,
1: right? and tucson's two hour drive hour and a half okay yeah and people love tucson tucson you got oh man that's where my mom's from you got the gem show every year but it's like gem show yeah like rocks and stuff like like, like people crystals and
0: People bring them or is it like you go somewhere and you like, can...
1: It's like a giant. it's massive. It brings out all the baby boomers. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's like all, crystals and rocks and like you know what I mean like uh, uh, all different kinds of stones like anything you can think of, they got it, man.
0: And Tucson, yeah, for the gym show.
1: Every year I think it's in uh, it's in February every year, I think.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: yeah, it's crazy how busy it gets out there. They got that, and they got all these uh, museums and uh, places you can hike and uh, old Tucson, like the Old West shows and stuff like that, you know? mm mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. All that stuff's near Tucson.
0: Okay. So when I think about, like, the American Southwest, one of the things I think about is bolo ties. Are those big in Arizona, or is that a Texas thing?
1: I never wore a bolo tie in my life. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you, yeah, you don't see those very often in Phoenix. What is the, what is the style like? On it's like California Junior. If I'm being real. Okay. Yeah, we're just like ten years behind California. That's what it always seems to be like <laughs> in terms of style. We used to do what they used to do.
0: Gotcha. What about solar?
1: Ah man. Well, unfortunately, uh, the people who run the state government, you know, like to reward power companies and stuff like that so solar is a really difficult thing right now like it makes it's cheaper for people to have regular and it shouldn't be
0: yeah i i was listening to something on planet money i think where they were saying in california there's a website you can go to and look and you can see during the day how much where the power is coming from Mm -hmm. and like 50 percent of the power at a given time was coming from solar given you know how large the state is but also just how much sun it gets and you would think that a place like arizona where they'd have solar farms or something like that
1: we should i mean a lot of people do have solar but mm-hmm. uh the legislation is just making it really tough like i talk to business owners all day and like i sell advertising for yelp in arizona so okay. i talk to a lot of like business owners of solar companies right uh, about this and yeah, it's just. What
0: do they say? Are, what is hamstringing the process?
1: Uh, they le- Legislation makes it more expensive for people to have solar than to have regular power. And that's oh. what it comes down to. Okay. And it's like, um, you know, like, shouldn't it be an initiative for our government to use renewable energy?
0: That's what lobbyists right. are for, right?
1: Yeah. And it's like, it's not more expensive to produce solar power, it isn't. It truly isn't. No, it is not. Like, the sun ain't going nowhere anytime soon. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. Sad. Yeah, it's tough. All right, let's get to the questions. Listeners at home for the uninitiated. Got seven questions to ask every guest. We're about to go with them. Uh, First question, what's a book to add to the library?
1: These are all hard questions, by the way. That's why why they're the questions. That's why they're the questions. Uh, And I thought about all of these deeply. Um, Yes. The f- the first one, it's mm-hmm. going to be From Under the Banner of Heaven by John Krakower.
0: From under the Banner of Heaven by John Krakow.
1: Krakower. Uh, is that with a K or a C? Yeah, look him up. He's actually a really famous writer. Okay. Uh. Uh. <laughs> I have no idea. What <laughs> right. Uh, okay, there, he there you is. go. Okay, good. Yeah, you'll see. He's got some good books. He's an American writer and mountaineer,
0: primarily Mm -hmm. known for his writings about the outdoors, especially mountain climbing. Okay, what's this book about?
1: Uh, It's about, you you remember that guy, the polygamy thing back in the day where that guy Warren Jeffs was uh, arrested because he had like 40 wives? Is that the guy now that...
0: That that moved to to California nah, and he's he, got the, the 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 Hollywood actress that's no nah, he's on like his in, team.
1: he's in prison now he's okay. in prison like look the book up from under the banner of heaven, oops,
0: under the banner of oh there it is, all right, uh should I go to the quote? yeah
1: click the top uh, quotes. Google added the word quotes. People looking for stuff for their papers in college, huh? Oh, really? <laughs> <All> right, <under laughs> I bet the, you what that is. All right, here we go. Yeah.
0: Under the Banner of Heaven, a uh, story of violent faith. Uh-huh. Uh, this extraordinary work of investigative journalism takes readers inside America's isolated Mormon fundamentalist communities, where some 40,000 people still practice polygamy. Defying both civil authorities and the Mormon establishment in Salt Lake City, the renegade leaders of these Taliban-like theocracies are zealots who answer only to God. Okay. What what did you take most from this book?
1: What I took most from the book is uh, the way the author wrote it. It okay. was just such an objective perspective of like such a something that I felt was just like, like, I'm an opinionated guy. Okay, <laughs> I'll be honest. But okay. like the things in this book, you know, like are. Like there's some terrible things that are if you if you think the way I think, I guess, but I don't know. I, I, I feel like a person who has forty wives is like abusing women, not <laughs> right? I mean, come on. I, I I could be wrong. He maybe he was touched by God, who knows, you know, but Yeah, it's the way the book is written is just so objective and just so calm okay and just like so even it's been a while since i read the book but it had such an effect on me when i read it which is why i say that it just it it changed my life
0: okay all right so we will put that on the library all right number two podcast to subscribe to
1: Mm, okay this is gonna sound uh super bro uh but the fantasy footballers okay if you like fantasy football if you play fantasy football and you want to win your league (laughs) win money you should listen to these guys
0: all right so what is a, a, a tip or suggestion or something that you heard from them that definitely had an impact on you doing well or even winning a fantasy football league you were in
1: uh, they're just super ahead on, on like, the news, on, like, injuries and stuff like that, and okay. they're smart about the way they pick players, and they use, like, historical metrics, you know, and, uh, 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 pre- you know what I mean, previous stats and trends and okay. stuff like that of the league uh, to make their decisions, so it's like they have data to justify the things that they say, Right. Um, and it's like, people get hurt. Like, that's the thing you can't control about football. Like, Correct. Those players, they get hurt and you like, it's never predictable, you know, unless yeah. you're Sam Bradford. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that my, is actually really funny. He's my Cardinals quarterback. I got Cardinals season tickets, man. Oh, wow. Uh, Washington, uh, Washington is in town for week one too in Arizona. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So if that's your team.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm uh-huh. like, you see me like 5 years ago I was yo know, I'm sorry 10 years ago like I was skins all the way like and I'm still for the home team but just the dysfunction of everything that's happened over the last several years and I'm not even talking about Snyder I'm just talking about like oh yeah that guy don't the, even get just me organizationally all the stuff that's that's happening I, mean, I, I guess like it Alex is Snyder Smith, but still though. yeah Alex Smith is a good dude I like him I, I'm not sure he's the guy that's going to get you to super no, I,
1: I don't think I think him and Kirk Cousins are pretty much like equal. Yeah. You know, so yeah. I don't think it's gonna make any kind of difference with the team. They're gonna still be pretty much the same team as they were last year, watch, in my opinion.
0: Watch Kirk Cousins go fourteen and two this uh, season.
1: Well Minnesota, he's got so much talent around him. Yeah. Like that team is really good. Stephon Diggs. Uh, I have to book it. Like he's one of my guys for yeah. fantasy football this year, Stephon Diggs. Yeah. All yeah day. Book it. So <laughs> do you do
0: seasonal fantasy football or you do daily?
1: Uh yes. <laughs> 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 okay i i do i do fantasy baseball too man like i i love that stuff so
0: so is sports betting coming to phoenix or to arizona uh
1: i ho- sh- i hope it comes to the whole united states soon you yeah, know well, like it, it was
0: saying that you can't have is yeah. they were saying it's unconstitutional to not allow it if you're gonna have casinos so right yeah so we uh, shall I, see. If that's
1: all i would do if they had it in the casinos out there like yeah. i would only do sports betting yeah i mean blackjack's fun but
0: yeah, after a certain moment. After a certain time, man. Unless you know how to count cards. Yeah, no,
1: like you're it. gonna be down. After a certain amount of time, you're gonna be down. You can't do nothing about it. Yeah.
0: All right. Um Fifty Mile Detour restaurant. Uh I know I skipped down from the one. Actually, no. Let's let's go in order. Uh something that you didn't know you needed until you got it.
1: This was probably the hardest one on the whole list. And not because, like, there's a ton of answers, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, Because I I feel like I'm the type of guy that I don't need a lot. I don't need a lot of things. Right?
0: So the answer to this doesn't have to be something tangible either. Like, Mm -hmm. for example, I did a podcast just the other day uh, with a group that was staying next door. And one of the guys said, um, community. Mm-hmm. He and he said he grew up, not necessarily alone, but he didn't have a, a group. And then recently, he just came into a group of like-minded people that were all you know nice to him and and just um, supportive. Yeah. And now that he had had that, now that he has that, when he didn't have it before, he's he can't imagine life without that in the future.
1: That's a really good answer, and I. I feel like I know what that guy's talking about, too. I really do. It almost makes me want to change my answer to that. But, <laughs> no, you don't have to do that. You have to uh,
0: do that. Let's, let's get what you, what you thought about before.
1: Man. Like, there's so many things that I want to pick with this one. It's, like, still a really hard answer, right? Uh, like, com- that community answer is better than anything I came up <laughs> with in my head. Honestly, like... It really is, and it's so true. That's you wanna so use true. you wanna use community? I don't think I can say anything better than that. That's not gonna just be like shallow. You oh, know what we, I mean? Like no, it really what I what, what, what really. I tell
0: what I tell people is my Bose sound link that's in uh. the shower. Oh I, yeah. I, I I didn't realize <laughs> I needed a a, a a Bluetooth stereo with good sound until I have it. Now I can't imagine imagine, because, you know, I'm cleaning rooms and stuff, I'm, Mm-hmm. Cooking food sometimes downstairs when I travel.
1: You know what? What's it's, that? Uh, this job that I have, like the income that I have. You know, like okay. considering what I used to do. Okay. Right. Like, I loved what I did in the social work field, but.
0: Oh yeah, we didn't we didn't talk about that. Oh,
1: yeah. How long were you what a social worker for? I worked in behavioral health for uh, probably about eight years. Okay. Like, mm-hmm. I worked at the Arizona State Psych Hospital. I worked in, uh, like, crisis units. I ran the admissions department for, like, a private drug rehab. Wow. Yeah. So you've met some personalities. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, like, anything you can think of, man. Like, but I mean, not anything, but there's some, there's, I've seen a lot of things that most people will never see, you know? Yeah. I'll, I'll, you know what? Let me tell you a story. Um, and something I didn't need know i needed till i got it is gratitude the word it's gratitude okay right i used to be bitter a lot because i've had a hard life you know like my childhood wasn't good right okay Okay. and i'm like a lot of people don't have good childhoods. right and so like i was very bitter a lot because like especially like my like most of my friends are like well to do and stuff and even growing up you know and then the day that i finally learned gratitude Wow. Change your life. Yeah. Yeah. And that's something that led me to social work, you know? Uh, this is going to be like kind of deep, but I need to tell this. I want to tell you this story, please. I was working at that crisis unit one night. Um, and I was the, I was acting supervisor. Like I shouldn't have been, but like I was the highest ranking person there, uh, behavioral health wise. Right. And, um, you know, it's two o'clock in the morning, all of a sudden we get a call from the hospital, a hospital in the Phoenix area, and um, tells me that one of the clients that's inside my facility, right, uh, they're getting help for alcohol, you know, like detoxing from alcohol, right, and uh, their child was with the ex, and the back door was left open, the kid fell into the pool and drowned. And, like, it was an an ambulance is going to come pick her up. And because, like, I'm the person there, I had to tell her that. Like, hey, your daughter died and an ambulance is coming to get you right now. And, like, she didn't believe me.
0: Wait, okay, so let me just understand this. You're saying that there was someone in your facility Uh who had a daughter. Yeah. Yeah. This daughter at the time was staying with someone else.
1: With uh, her, the with dad, the dad. The dad, okay. The baby daddy, yeah. Okay.
0: So the, the, the ladies in your facility, mm-hmm. the daughter is with the baby daddy. Yeah. And the baby daddy, for whatever reason, left the back door open.
1: Yeah. Something like that. I don't Something know. Like, like that. the yeah. kid got outside. The kid got Kids.
0: outside and fell in the pool, drowned.
1: Kids are resourceful, man, you know? Yes. Yes
0: and so you then had to
1: tell the mom what happened and that an ambulance is coming to get her to take her to the hospital so she could be with her child and so
0: how long had she been in your facility
1: I can't, I, I don't want to disclose oh, okay, information. okay, okay, I'm again. sorry, I'm sorry. No, I'm no, sorry. no, 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 it's, it's nice. I,
0: I'm wondering, is this yeah. someone...
1: It was someone who's trying to get help because they want to be a good mom. Yeah, okay. You know, like, honestly, like, that's what it comes down to. It's like that person was there because very much so she wanted to be a good mom. And then she had the ability to be a good mom, taken away from her. And then, yeah. Shit, I'd happens. keep drinking, you know. <laughs> How do you deal with that, right? And I mean, I'm a social worker too, right? So it's like... Yeah, it's...
0: it's man, it's, it's one of those
1: things where it's like... Life is hard.
0: Yeah. You're in a fragile space and then somebody just kicks all the legs out, you know? Yeah. Man. And so... Yeah. I'm assuming this is the gratitude situation.
1: Yeah, I mean... I had found gratitude before that day.
0: Okay. They kind of like reinforced it. Yeah.
1: Gratitude came first. Social work came second, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's just one of those things. like, only re- the reason I had to tell her that I feel like is, I don't think anything in life happens by mistake. I'm not a religious guy in any way whatsoever, but I am a spiritual man. Okay. Um, and like I was meant to be there. Help her carry that burden. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Not you're the person. A lot of you're the person she needed. That. She, she needed to
1: that. to to speak with. Right. Wow. That's deep, man. And that's alluding to a later one too. We'll get there.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So the next one is bucket list place to travel. And so to clarify, this is a um, place that you have been. Okay. That yes. Is so was so amazing or is so amazing that. You are recommending it to the listeners To add
1: to their bucket list It is This is tough because I really Like I got two answers for this one You know But I'm only going to give you one All right, right. Appreciate that Uh, People The tough thing about it is like You better have some money or else you're not going to get here (laughs) Okay There's a little place called Anagata A-N A-N-E G-A G-A D-A D-A it's part of the British Virgin Islands. Okay, British Virgin Islands. Yeah, it's the furthest island out.
0: Okay, so we got Tortola, Grand Virgin, right? Virgin Gorda. Vir- Virgin Gorda, yeah. yeah. Virgin Gorda, Tortola. Yost Van Dyke. Yost Van Dyke, okay.
1: And a... It- G-A-D-A. And I got a BVI. In this place, it's like there's like three bars on the whole restaurant or the whole island and like one restaurant or two restaurants maybe oh
0: wow it's out there you
1: have to sail there like the only way to get there is by boat and it's 14 miles away from or something like that from the closest island right yeah and they have there's a restaurant out there okay right off the 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 beach or right on the beach okay they they have these giant lobsters man you pay like 50 bucks. You have to order your meal like hours ahead, like 12 hours ahead or eight hours ahead. So before you like didn't, that. You yeah. did set sail out there. Or like right when you get there, like in the morning, and then they'll have the dinner ready that night. Okay. Yeah.
0: How many people stay there their entire time? And how many people, like percentage-wise, do most people just stay in Virgin Gorda and spend a day out there I and come feel back?
1: like most people like are in Virgin Gorda, uh, especially like families and stuff like that, or uh, Yoast yos van dyke okay like if they're on boats and then if you're like not on a boat then you're on tortola on the main island
0: okay i remember i did a day trip out to tortola we had gone to st thomas one of those Mm -hmm. backstory mom got one of those calls like hey you want a new condo and she just just chatted them up and they were like hey here's your your tickets but you gotta sit 90 days 90 minutes at this you know condo session or whatever oh
1: man yeah those and, uh yeah. timeshare things That's exactly yeah
0: so um all we had to do was pay for our tickets and we stayed at this uh marriott down in uh um st thomas uh and i was like okay i'm spending a day i'm going to st john one day and then i'm also gonna go and see the british virgin island since they're right there and the closest one was Tortola, and so I went there. And it's a completely different experience. Like chickens are just walking. Oh yeah, yeah, like, it's just, uh, just there. <laughs> that's so I'm true. I'm like, too. whoa, like, okay, this yep. is... <laughs> yeah,
1: it's 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 cool, man. <laughs> yeah, but it, it's 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 the Caribbean. There, it's real lifestyles, real similar on those uh, the major islands in the Caribbean. Yeah. You know? But Anagata's is like 15 people that live on that island. Okay. Yeah, if you can get there, have the lobster
0: okay and then outside of that i mean is there are there other activities that people do out there or is it mainly just like you want to get away here
1: uh i mean like it's you got to be on a boat to get there right so like and most people are on sailboats and yachts and stuff like that and you know it's just water sports man you want to go fishing you can catch some fish out there you know what i mean you want to you just want to be out and on the beach in the sun there's plenty of tiny, tiny little islands in the British Virgin Islands you know what I mean it's yeah what's it's his name the ultimate uh, beach life
0: the, the the Virgin records guy what's his name
1: oh oh you're talking about Obama's buddy yeah oh, oh gosh if
0: it was multiple choice I'd get it right
1: Richard so, Branson there
0: you go Branson he's got
1: one of these doesn't he oh yeah he has like a whole island out there what is it it's like Necker Island or something. Necker like?
0: Island that's it
1: uh huh Yep. Yeah, he's got his whole own damn island. Yeah. That guy.
0: And then Ian Fleming, the guy who did wrote the James Bond novels, has his own island as well, right?
1: Oh, you know what? When I was on Anagata, there one of the bars, like Obama Barack Obama's been to Anagata. Okay. And like there's pictures of him with the owner of the bar I was at and like I met that owner and I was like cool. I was like Like, like it was like friendly looking pictures, like arm around him, you know, like eating dinner there, stuff like that. Like, I want so I got all fanboy on him.
0: How long ago were you at Anagana? Uh,
1: uh, last month.
0: Okay, so maybe it was when Necker Island,
1: it might be close, right? Mm hmm. It's, It's near Virgin Gorda. Yeah, we sailed right past it.
0: Yeah, there you go. Okay, so that's Richard Bronson's Island.
1: Yeah, I'm yeah, pretty so sure that's, that's the one. I'm pretty so sure that's it, the he one. He
0: probably stopped over Anagonda when he went down to see Richard Bronson.
1: Yeah, I mean, Anagonda's is like a. Like, you have to take a boat there, right? Mm, there's like, no you other can't way. fly there. You have to take a boat there. So, they probably like made a day out of it because you got. I don't care what kind of boat you have, it's going to take you a couple hours to get there. they probably made a day out of it all right
0: well that's on the list i'm starring this one right here man you hit the nail
1: on the head with that guy
0: all right 50 mile detour restaurant
1: Mm. okay the acme oyster house in new orleans louisiana oh you're the man Uh, it's got to be the downtown one the original It's the one in the french quarter near the french quarter
0: you wonder why you're the man why is that remember i told you my man's getting married yeah, bachelor party. Uh huh. Labor Day weekend, <sighs>
1: New Orleans. It's, oh, it's my favorite city in the U.S., man. Okay. Oh my
0: gosh. Acme Oyster House downtown. Yes. Okay,
1: so that's where we got to go. Yes, you are yes, the yes. man. Yes. Okay. Like Everybody talks about the, the Cafe Dumont and it is good. The beignets and the coffee. Yeah. A Cafe Olay and some beignets, man. Like that's that's the dream breakfast right there. But yeah, you go to the Acme Oyster. My little brother try uh, when we were kids. I remember the first time we went there, we were like thirteen. He tried to break the uh, raw oyster record, didn't get close.
0: What is the raw oyster record?
1: Oh, it was something like 10 dozen or something like that, something crazy. Wow. Yeah, that's a lot of oysters, maybe not that much, like six dozen maybe, who knows.
0: Still though, that's 72, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Wow, okay. I mean, he didn't even get close, he just wanted to eat as many oysters as he could because they're so fresh and they're so good, like. Like they caught that day Yeah And they're like There's some good seafood out here man But when it comes to oysters There's nothing better than those Big warm water ones from the Gulf
0: Yeah Alright so Outside of the oysters there Is there any other dish Craw- or anything?
1: Crawfish Okay the only place you can get it too Like you know Only Area You know mm-hmm. That Gulf Coast down there Right Yep Crawfish are amazing, and then they have these sandwiches out there called po'boys. Oh yeah, we
0: got a place, po Boy Gems or something over on H Street.
1: hmm It's just like fried seafood sandwiches. <laughs> it's so good, man. It's so good.
0: All right, Acme Ho Easter House in the downtown location, the original one. Yes, okay. yeah. You
1: get yourself a uh, daiquiri with the the uh, lanyard around your neck. <laughs> okay. Walk around town, then walk. They'll let you bring it in.
0: Yeah, I remember that. Uh, I went to
1: just kind of like Vegas, you know. People have those giant cups. <laughs> Do they
0: still have the drive-in liquor stores you can go to? I don't know. I remember that was one of the big things when I was in college. It was like, yeah, you go there, they have drive-through liquor stores. They, they have you don't those even in care. Arizona.
1: They have those in Arizona.
0: But I mean, like, it was like one, not like just like, here's the sealed bottle of liquor. Oh like, yeah, 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 yeah. Here is the the margarita that you can start drinking
1: right now. Oh god, I don't think they have that then.
0: <laughs> so, all right, you said daiquiris with the lanyard, right? Yeah. With the lanyard. All right. Cool. Now we're at the home stretch. Number one talent. This is what you feel you have an innate, not skill, innate. What I say, innate proficiency at doing
1: simple math simple algebra
0: okay uh
1: huh made you choose that one multiplication like, like it came to you very easily oh yeah like ever since I was a little kid like everyone hates math right like not me no, no, no. no you, it you, was were, so you were easy. on it yeah yeah, yeah I just every class my whole life I just didn't do homework just went and took the test and aced it and, boom yeah took a B and <laughs> hey no that's coasted you know hey
0: that's good yeah. that's good and so do you find that that is there a certain way in which that helps you now in life
1: yeah yeah it does people think i'm smart because i can do math really quick in my head <laughs> <laughs> they're like wow that was quick you must be smart I'm like, right, i guess yeah
0: there definitely is a, um
1: a benefit to being able to crunch numbers fast. It's like think about the stuff that I do for a living too. It's like yeah,
0: quoting people prices and stuff.
1: I, no, I I no, I, no, I talk to people, man. Like sales is emotional. It's an yeah. emotional decision. Right? Like people business owners, they buy advertising not because it's what's best for their business. They don't. People aren't like that. People aren't practical like that. Humans aren't They make emotional decisions. They buy TV ads because they like that channel, right? They buy billboards because someone told them a billboard worked for them, you know, or they want to have a billboard because it strokes their ego a little bit, right? Yeah. Some people are practical, like some business owners are sort of practical, but nobody's 100% practical in that aspect. You know, and okay. so you connect with people emotionally, right? Help them see that this is going to get them what they want emotionally, not physically, emotionally. You yeah. Know? They're much more likely to buy from you.
0: Yeah. And, you know, in the end, a lot, uh, like the money is really a means to an end, you know? Mm-hmm. The money is really a means to do the things you want to do in life um achieve the things we're trying to do um and those things are heavily tied to our emotions so it's kind of like you're you're speaking to the
1: the end thing Uh, like ultimately i'm like trying to talk to people's dreams right yeah like you got this company uh, say you you open a restaurant okay you know you didn't open this restaurant To be what it was a year after you opened it. Did you? No. No. No, you had a dream when you opened this business. And I haven't talked to a single business owner that has 100% achieved their dream. Because dreams change too, you know. True. And so you just tie it to the dream. And like, if you make it, the sale makes sense. For their dream, then you got it. They're gonna buy from you. There you go.
0: All right, so is that your number one skill selling?
1: <laughs> no, it's uh, empathy. Okay, and this ties and into this what we were talking em- about before, right? Empathy is a learned behavior. Okay, the animalistic nature of humans is 100% selfish, like, people aren't taught or people don't aren't naturally. Um, A lot of things like like in one like hateful or resentful right Uh, but they're also not naturally uh, empathic or sympathetic even maybe a little bit like they love naturally you know but it's just not like something that's a hundred percent attached to them
0: so let me ask you this Um, when I think about people like say the Dalai Lama Mm -hmm. right or um, people that have ascribed to like Buddhism and you know not wanting material possessions or whatever, or even a lot of Eastern cultures where
1: um, honor is big. Yeah. Right. That's um, a learned behavior, hundred percent. That's all. That's all community-based, ego-based stuff.
0: So you, so you don't think that it's possible that
1: group thinks That's what it's called. Yeah. Sorry.
0: No, 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 no worries. Yeah. Um, I'm wondering if. the default so you believe regardless of of one's culture like western cultures eastern cultures or wherever you're from across the globe the default emotion does not include empathy
1: no it does it, it no it does it does okay uh, but not not at the level that not even near the level that i feel it today okay right and that's like i naturally like if people like personality. everyone's got different personalities you know what i mean like some people are born with a little more empathy uh than other people right uh-huh. um and then you throw mental illness in there as well and stuff yeah. like that and i think that's all i have a theory that it's all based off of trauma and i th- trauma tra- uh, uh is hereditary like it passes down oh you think trauma, so I, trauma. I, I do i do yeah um i'm pretty confident in that actually (laughs) okay yeah
0: um that's interesting
1: and so i just some people are born with more of it some people are born with less but like like we do the things we do because we care about them and they're our passion right like like you like kobe bryant you ever heard of the mamba mentality I've, I've heard of
0: the mama mentality. I don't know what
1: it is. Okay. Kobe Bryant has this mentality and like, I'm going to butcher this a little bit, but I'm going to paraphrase. It's like, um, I'm going to show up to practice more than you. I'm going to work harder than you. And as a result, I'm going to end up being better than you. Right. And so it's like, uh, um, you know, like you don't see that difference over, over a short period of time. Right. When I work a little bit, when I work that extra hour or go to that uh, practice three times a day instead of twice a day, over the course of a week, you don't see a difference. Correct. You don't. You really don't. Over the course of a year, two years, five years, 15 years, you know what I mean? It's so I got big, this quote. That's a big difference, man.
0: The only way they will believe is through consistent discipline towards the extraordinary.
1: Uh, and I'm, I'm not naturally good at that. I'm not naturally good at that. Yeah. At all,
0: <laughs> it's something you have to work towards, you know. Right,
1: right. And
0: but that's the mama mentality. It just, is. Uh... It,
1: it, I like. I care so much about uh, other people and just um, justice. I guess is the word. Uh, and like, I'm a, I'm a person. I feel like I was born when I, I and felt things very deeply. Right, like people's emotions. Like I connect with people, and I had to learn really at to do empathy the right way you know cause I wasn't brought up in a place where that was something that we did you know
0: that's good that you've learned that that is good that you've learned that like seriously the whole world could use a whole lot more empathy
1: yeah I agree with that <laughs> I do I do
0: Jeffrey it's been yeah. a pleasure man
1: alright thank you man thank,
0: thank you man. thank you for coming on and um I hope people listen to it and I hope that uh, what was the area you said in uh, Arizona that um, that was was cool that you hope doesn't get flooded with people (laughs) (laughs) I can't remember the name but you were saying that it's like hey this doesn't go viral it's like I hope that place stays you know just as serene as it is. Was oh it in yeah, Arizona? Rocky Point. No, that's in Mexico. Mexico, Mexico. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Rocky Point. Yeah, I, hope, Point, I hope it Mexico. stays just as serene after this gets broadcast around the world and everybody's like, man, it was one of the best podcasts you did, son. <laughs> Thanks, man. Thank you. It's been another episode of the Innkeeper's Guestbook. I'm the Innkeeper, Freddy. See you next time.